What's up guys, I still don't have a name for this segment, but for now we'll just say it's GP talking about books. And in this episode, I am going to do the same thing I did last episode. So I will just introduce you guys to a book, say when I read it, say how I read it. So audiobook, ebook, or physical paper book. I'll give you guys my biggest takeaway and I'll say who it's for. And I'll try to do it in under, let's say, five to eight minutes. Okay, so today's book is by Jay Prince and is The Art and Science of Respect. Um, I read this book actually back in 2019. I have the end date because I post them on Instagram. You can check out my reading list and the highlights on my Instagram if you'd like. And I finished it February 19th, 2019, actually, to be exact. And I listened to it as an audiobook. Last video was actually also an audiobook, but it was an audiobook not read by the author. This time it's an audiobook read by the author. This book was actually read by Jay Prince, which does make it more personal. In the beginning, he gives stories about his family, he gives anecdotes, he gives anecdotes about his son later in the book. And all these things are more personal when it's the actual author themselves reading these comments. And so for my biggest takeaway, um, and like I said last time, this is a book I read a few years back. And so I feel like these biggest takeaways really have stuck with me at this point, because a lot of books, I look at the cover and I don't really remember what I got from it. But this book, I really do have some some key takeaways. And my first key takeaway is sometimes you have to move backwards to move forwards. Um, Jay Prince got really big in the drug game when he was younger. Like, I think it was probably up until he was like in his mid-twenties or something like that. Like, he was, made, he, was, he was a millionaire already, essentially, off of the drug game. But he realized that that wasn't scalable. He realized that the people he looked up to were dead or in prison around the age he was at. And he also realized it wasn't like his love. You know, it's not something that he was actually like passionate about. It was nice making bread but it wasn't his passion so he had to really stop all that and he lost essentially like all of his money and in the book he gives a story about the night he kind of decided with his son who was an infant at that time to, to kind of stop or whatever and i'm not gonna spoil the stories or anything but it it really highlights how sometimes you have to be patient be calm step back out of maybe the negative situation you're in and you can kind of place yourself in a positive situation and that moves into the next point that i got from it was it's okay to pivot he was in the rap game he was in the boxing game he has a ranch like he has multi he invests in his church he has multiple things that he's passionate about and he's found a way to be a part of all these different worlds like simultaneously and gets the top of all these worlds considering he promoted um, like Floyd Mayweather and stuff when he managed, I think, when he first was early in his career. And obviously met, he had a sit down with like Biggie and Tupac. He talks about that in the in the book. He talks obviously about growing um, one of the biggest rap labels out of the South, especially at that time. And then that leads me into the last point. You can follow a mold, but you can also be unique. At the time, there weren't too many black labels. It was actually like very rare, like almost nobody was doing it. He talked about how, um, like, Master P, I think at that time, it was Master P who was, like, getting started in New Orleans. And so he kind of saw how some other people moved. He saw how some of the bigger 
executives in terms of like the universals and stuff like that moved and he had to like craft it especially being a black man from the south trying to do rap music at the time he was trying to do rap music he had to really like take from all these different places and then mold it into his idea of what could become popular with Faze, like Scarface and Bun B and, and all those guys. So it's interesting to see how he drew from all these different influences to come up with what he came up with. So lastly, who's it for? First, obviously rap fans, obviously Houston rap fans, because he's like at the top in terms of influence on Houston rap culture, at least like establishing it. And um, boxing fans also, because he talks about Mayweather, he talks about war, he talks about some of these boxers that he's worked with over the years and helped become big. So if you want to see kind of some American influence in boxing, that's also somebody who I really think you should look up to or look into. Um, also just a rich black person. If you're somebody who wants to read about black people, if you're somebody who wants to read about successful business owners in the black world, um, Jay Prince is one of those people. Jay Prince has created a multi-million dollar empire at this point, and he's pretty much stayed at home doing it the entire time for the most part. Obviously, he's traveled and stuff, but his base has been in Houston pretty much the entire time. So if you want to see, especially a Southern black, like really entrepreneur who's really kept a pretty clean sheet also over all these years, uh, Jay Prince is a good person to read about. And I know people have mixed emotions about him, but at the end of the day, he's successful. And then back to my biggest takeaway, if you want to see how somebody broke the mold, kind of followed some examples, but created something brand new, if you want to see that creation and how it worked and how hard it was and how expensive it was and all these type of things, I think it's a perfect book for you. Um, I, I really enjoyed reading it as... Like with the entrepreneur hat, with the creative hat, with a, a black hat on or whatever. was definitely a dope book. Got a lot from it, as you can see. You guys, go pick up a book. I'll see you guys next time.